0: They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The post-holiday blues. It's not a song, it's a feeling. (laughs) Are you really going to say that? Welcome to the
1: podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where
0: love wins. My name is Sienna and my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love and music since 2001. Over 20 years on this show, we share our life as an Asian American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite
1: topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting and helpful for living
0: your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Happy New Year, Happy 2023, thank you so much for
0: joining us today, and in Hawaiian, Happy New Year is oli Makahiki Ho, yes, Happy New Year, Happy New Year everyone, and I think in Japanese it's, Akemashite Omeretou Gozaimasu, I think, maybe somebody who actually knows Japanese, besides me, will uh, correct us,
1: (laughs) yes. Okay, so as we were setting up to record the podcast, we heard our mail carrier outside and we were like, Oh God, there's the there's the mail, there's our mail person. <laughs> and Toast is looking out
0: the window and she goes, It's not our it's not our It's not person. the guy. It's not the guy that it's I've not established a, you know, a friendly face to face relationship yes, with.
1: Yes, and we haven't seen him in so long. And here's the thing, he has been so amazing. He's been very pleasant to us. And we one 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 day we decided okay we're gonna bake him cookies so we baked him cookies, and we didn't see him the next day. We missed like we we never saw him him the next day, and then we and then a week went by, and then of course we had to eat the cookies. (laughs) (laughs) But we did that, and then we had some stuff, some outgoing mail, and um, we had made an arrangement with him. Because, again, he's so nice. Like putting the flag up, putting a little sign, and then he would come up to our door in the, the protective trunk to pick up any packages in there for, for from us. And we didn't have our cookies. And we had quite a load that day. So Toast put a Lara bar out for him. And the mail truck came, and it wasn't, it wasn't him. him. It wasn't so him. So we
0: do not know what happened to him. Uh, I don't know. We don't know if we'll ever least, see
1: him again. But the other person, also a guy, right? He took yes. the Lara bar
0: yes. and took our mail, which was great. Which was, yeah. Which was completely wonderful. Completely fine. A thousand percent fine. But, 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 but here's know, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was ahead. just going to say that, you know, I had established, as I said, I had established a face-to-face, very <laughs> smiley, gracious, <laughs> res, you know, mutually appreciative kind mm-hmm. of relationship with yeah. this individual... Yeah. And that's always a nice thing. It really is, especially for your postal carrier, because
1: first of all, they see all your <laughs> mail. <laughs> um, you're often waiting for a certain package, and here they come, and the association, like, thank you, I was waiting for that. And they come and save the day, and they turn around your day, all these things. And then you get attached. This is a thing. If you have a postal carrier that you really like, that you actually can get to know, codependency is next. <laughs> and you like just, your brother. Yeah, my brother, my brother, his his mail carrier, her name's Christine. He, he talks type. about Christine. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, Christine, you know, she was sick last week and, oh, it was so tough. Someone else filled in for her. And it's like, it's such a special bond. Potentially, <laughs> that we can have with our postal carriers, yeah. and I wish that all for you. But here's the thing when they disappear, this is the thing no one tells you they're changing carriers,
0: yeah. And it there's no, there's so no, often, yeah, there's no established like protocol for them to no, leave you a leave goodbye you. and thank you note yes, or something like we that, need a closure. right? Like, I'm moving we need on. A it's note. as if your neighbor just Disappeared and then, yes, you know, just left without like telling you that we, they're going to be moving out. Yes,
1: and I have abandonment issues, and so, and and we've suffered this. We've suffered twice. We had that
0: really suffered sweet twice.
1: We had the that really sweet Chinese
0: woman. Yes, she was the first postal carrier who was here. so yeah, mm-hmm. who was so mm-hmm. kind to mm-hmm. us. And then she knocked, she on, disappeared our door. She knocked to introduce on our door herself. to let us know. This is after we first moved in mm-hmm. to let us know that our mailbox door was loose mm. and it was, you know, it, like a strong wind would or something. Up. It would, might yeah. open up and, you know, during, during the holidays, like people might be stealing mail and stuff. So she just wanted to let us know. So kind, right? right. So kind.
1: Yep. Yeah. And then one day she was gone. And then we had this other fantastic yeah. person, mm-hmm.
0: and now he's gone. <laughs> but we might see him again. I still have hope that we might see him again. What's so neat is that they, they know our names, obviously, and they and know our know addresses. Yep. And I, we don't even know their names. We didn't know their names. Uh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, the guy um, returns to our route. and um, You have to get his Instagram. <laughs> Because these
1: days people and are more <coughs> Instagram is the in between, right? I don't know or not because you don't want to get just be private. To just this, this sell, you don't profile give your profile is number. private. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, so we are but suffering it, from <laughs> some
0: abandonment issues by our postal carrier that we actually really really love and so much love and respect and support to the U.S. Postal Service, especially yes, getting since through this,
1: the holidays. Great, right,
0: exactly right after the holidays. Yes. Okay, so as much fun as that was, next we're going to move on and talk about post-holiday blues. So it's real. Post-holiday blues, that's a thing. And I know we get a lot of messaging from, it seems like anyways, that we get a lot of messaging from the media, uh, whether it's social media or not. About, like, hey, it's a new year. What are you going to, you know, do different this year? And the gym memberships are half off and all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, right?
1: Your but, resolutions. What are, what are your resolutions? Yeah.
0: But I like that we're going to talk about the post-holiday blues. Yeah. Because that's that's really real, and I don't think it gets talked about enough mm-hmm. personally.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely feel sad and um yeah and I would say lightly depressed it's a letdown. there's a there's a flattening out there feeling. is yeah right after Christmas I feel it hmm. and um you know I like New Year's but I will say that I think because Toast and I aren't living back home in Hawaii where in Hawaii New Year's is Enormous. Yeah, it's yeah. It's sometimes even feels bigger than Christmas because of the fireworks and it's, all the things. Yeah. It's
0: definitely louder um, and more bombastic. Mm-hmm. It's it's
1: so not yeah, so yeah. fun for pets, not so fun for your animals mm-hmm. for sure. But it's such a cultural or tradition for air there. Pollution. Or pollution or safety. But um so out here, ever since we've lived on the mainland, it's just after it's christmas is it and and when christmas is over you wake up on december 26th and it just feels a little sad and i know for me there's a lot of things wrapped up in that with just the i always take a vacation mm. during um the holidays so there's that feeling of going back to work mm-hmm. and you know, after experiencing so much creative freedom and all this, there's so much. Yeah. Um, and then you know, soon you're going to take down the lights. Mm-hmm. You're going to, when you're driving around, you're not going to see the lights. People are taking them all down. Mm-hmm. The storefront windows, everything's gone. It's not festive anymore. Right. And um, I think, I think all of that, plus what you spoke about.
0: When we were talking earlier. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's, there's a contrast of, of people during the holiday season. I think all of us are more conscious of trying to be be nice and kind and and we're trying to
1: have that Christmas spirit. Yes. And I will say, I do believe that there is something that happens when you're looking at Christmas lights.
0: The glowy lights in the dark. The glowing the lights, soft, like I think it gentle glow. I think it warmth. really,
1: it really affects us at this deep level mm-hmm. about just witnessing, just all this, all these lights in the darkness. You yeah. know, it's like oh, it's this feeling, whether it reminds you of your childhood, whether it reminds you symbolically of like your own inner light and just joy and beauty and hope in the world whatever it is whatever it is all that's going away
0: <laughs> you're not gonna see that it anymore. sounds so awful but i agree with you about just the light shining in the darkness i mean yeah. hello that's yeah, it's the, hopeful that's, it's that's the I like mean it's, quintessential archetypal symbol yeah. uh, of hope and magic bear agrees i
1: don't know if everyone can hear him purring he's purring very loudly but um Yeah, so I thought, you know what? I think it would be helpful to talk a little bit about this. So I definitely feel sad, and I Toast hears that. She hears that from me every single year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every single year. And I think that why right after Christmas we don't just fall completely flat is because we know New Year's is around the corner. So there's almost this little, like
0: yeah that's you're not true. you don't
1: um it's it's just this it's really kind of like a,
0: a gentle letdown
1: <laughs> it's sort of it's sort of but it's a gentle letdown where it's like you can um wean yourself off like a holiday's almost over but you're gonna get this one other thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that is definitely much lighter in
0: feeling in it depends it depends how how you take it though right yeah, and, how you and, celebrate, and by it how is, you... Yeah. By it is, I mean, New Year's. Right. Because I think New Year's um, can have uh, the, a pressure about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a new year, and how are... Yeah, all those things. Are you going to be better? And do you have your act together now? And it's a fresh, clean slate. Are you going to waste it? You know, like, yeah. did you get your sh- stuff organized yet? Yeah right so that's and that's obviously the pressure side of it that can make the post holiday blues worse it I can think. make it
1: worse, and sometimes I think for some people, it is the reason for the post holiday blues
0: mm-hmm. for some
1: people mm-hmm. it's like, oh my god, I have to we're starting the new year, and I don't have my act together.
0: Welcome back to the grind of the rat race, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think
1: you know what I'm so grateful for is that. <laughs> Definite, and de- Toast definitely knows what I'm talking about. I used to, by the time New Year's rolls around, I'd have my word for the year. I'd have all my <laughs> goals planned yes. out. I'd have, you yeah. know, my quarterly, like this is what's going to happen and mm-hmm. all the stuff. I reviewed the current year, I all of that, all of that. But let me tell you, it was very stressful to try and get that done because as much as, you know you feel like, okay, I can do that in December. You kind of can't, depending on how you celebrate Christmas, if you're preparing for the holidays, you have all of that. Um, And then the only time you have is December 26th, (laughs) (laughs) December 31st. Mm -hmm. So there's so, there can be so much stress. So here's what I love. Here's what I love. What Toast and I are here to tell you all, if you need it, is that feel depressed. Feel, it's okay. feel, feel sad. Feel the blues, mm-hmm. whatever level, whatever gradient of sadness you are feeling, absolutely feel it because it is real. And the real truth is that January is still winter. <laughs> If January is still winter and winter is a season that supports rest, renewal, reflection, quiet solitude, quiet stillness. It's a time of dormancy. If January is still winter, then you don't have to be doing all that stuff yet.
0: You're supposed to be (laughs) slow and frozen.
1: Yes. And I think think because we have, if you're on social media at all, you're going to see all this stuff. Every year we see it. Maybe things are slowly changing though, I will say. So maybe this year, there's going to be a different tone in social media about how we relate to January. And maybe there won't be so much hustle. But I do feel like, that slowing down, we don't really get to feel supported in that because of everything we're saying with the culture of like, it's New Year, you got to get up and go. Mm -hmm. What are you going to... Because you're going to be left behind. Yeah, and how do you want to change your body? And how much money do you want to make? And what are your dreams? And what are you going to do to make your dreams happen? Oh, Mm. my God. Yeah. Whew. So, so, so we are here to tell you that now is the time, January. Now is the time for the real rest.
0: Yeah, because you know, winter. I, gotta say, because one of my dreams yeah. is to not have to buy into that. Right. That's and what my, one of my big dreams. That's it. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you you do your dreaming over there. That's yeah. your dream. <laughs> but hey, and I'm I'm just chilling over here, and I'm fine. When you think
1: about, I'm just going back to the season of winter. Okay. okay. Winter started. December
0: 21st: It just started only.
1: You know, and I think mm-hmm. sometimes with the shift in the seasons, fall feels like it's already wintry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But really, winter just started. So of course in January it's time for rest, and truly, it's even a time for focusing on yourself. Because the holidays, we're all focusing on everyone else,
0: right? It's such as beautiful. That's a beautiful yes. thing, and it's such a busy time. Usually, the schedules are hectic. There is so right. many deadlines and things to get done. Um, so much is moving and, and mm-hmm. change, and 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 yes, it's it's great. And there is a hustle and bustle and a beautifulness about that. Yeah. But I think that activity kind of prevents us from feeling the those more blues you know, depressing kind of feelings that we might otherwise feel. So there's that contrast once the, the holiday, the big holidays are over Mm -hmm. and then you're looking at a non-holiday calendar and then now you can feel more, there's more room to feel.
1: Right. All the stuff that we've had to suppress in order (laughs) to function during Mm -hmm. the holidays, we have an opportunity to feel those things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, it's, really, it's really important to take the time to do that. Um, but also when you think about Christmas or the, holi- the holiday season and focusing on others, we also have just come off of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. where you're also focusing right. on others mm-hmm. and um, all of that. So really January, take the time to focus on yourself, one of the tips that I'm going to take a look at and see, um, even as it as it relates to maybe my work calendar, is to cancel the things on your calendar that you are dreading doing. How many how many of us keep things on our calendar that we're like, oh God, I have to go and do the blah blah blah? Okay. I mean, I know it's hard. If it's a social thing, you don't want to disappoint anyone. Um, you don't want your friend to write you off. But if, <laughs> if they are your true friend, mm-hmm. they really will understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They really, really yeah. will. If, 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 if you
0: need a break, then you need a you break. If you need
1: a break, take that break. Yeah. But I love that tip about just canceling the things that just you're dreading.
0: Mm. You know, And not just because you dread them. But because those particular things are not um, legitimate, like, responsibilities for you. Right. Okay. Just clarifying. Right. That's all. Just clarifying.
1: That's why it's a little harder to do it for my work calendar. (laughs) But it can mean for me, when I do schedule my work things to... Schedule a little differently, and and whatever meetings that might be more intense, whatever projects that might be more intense, to go ahead and give myself January, and then schedule it in February. Because mm-hmm. when you think about it, sometimes
0: things feel way more, um, more necessary than they actually are. Yes, right. So true yes. that, and that's why a lot. A lot of times I, I just will like not do things or not. Sometimes I won't even write things down. I don't know. Maybe I'm going off the topic too much. Yeah, but, I mean, we but talked sometimes, a
1: little bit about it in the to-do list. Yeah, right? I, I mean, sometimes,
0: yeah. you know, if it's that important, I exactly. will either remember it mm-hmm. or I will write it down. Yeah. So I'm not going to stress out about whether to write it down or... See that,
1: you telling me that is stressing me oh, out a little bit. We're just different. <laughs> we just have
0: different styles. You
1: know why? Because we're different people. Yeah, we are different people. Okay. Sometimes we forget that. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I just... Um, anyways, it, I'm just thinking about so many different things right now.
0: Yeah, but sorry. It took us off track, I think.
1: January. January it's not the hustle and bustle go let's go for it let's just embrace January for its rest reflection energy and and I know because I have felt this depending on where you live you are driving around you're taking a walk all the trees look bleak Mm -hmm. everything is gray it's kind of like oh, you know, and it's so supportive of, of the blues. Really, it's like everything's just depressing, or, you know, there's just that feeling. And when you look outside, you're you're not seeing sunshine for for most people, for many people, and so it's like oh, there's nothing to kind of pull you up and out. And I think that's okay. That's absolutely okay. Mm. But one of the things to remember is, you know, with our trees being bare. It's wiping the slate clean for us Hmm. so that when springtime comes, here's all this newness that's growing, all these wonderful new flowers that have life. And what happens in the spring? That first spring day that has sun and you're seeing buds and colors, and that's a glorious day. Things are springing. (laughs) So symbolically for us too, that can be, we can look around at the bleakness and realize that this is my clean slate.
0: Mm. What do I want what, to what I love about the the trees without the leaves on mm. them. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of those medical diagrams of the human body Ooh, and the, the nervous lungs. system. Yes. Yeah, and the branches every you know the inner yes. that that's inside yes. of us and what's hidden. Ah, and that's it's kind of so like good. It's like upside down roots almost, yes. right? It's like what is what it, it's kind of symbolic to me of the hidden and the inner being mm. center stage. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's what beautiful. it Feels like it's for
1: I love that. I love that. So Here's a few suggestions. Okay. Let's do the suggestions. So now I know, you know, you might roll your eyes, but it's kind of like, that's fine. It's good we exercise just need to hear it. the eyes, you know, sometimes we just need to hear it. So I think some things you can do during this, this season. Um, and again, it's not to really let, actually let me say something else before we get into some, okay. just some suggestions of things you can do during the winter season. Um, One of my mentors said, I I told her that I was feeling a bit depressed and sad, and she suggested, she said, well, what if you were to go even deeper with that? What if you were to allow yourself to feel even lower than what you're feeling now Mm -hmm. and to explore, is there something even below this, this deeper feeling? Um, because she said so many of us, and I know I'm so inclined to do this, you just want to, like, fix it and get up and get out. Mm. It's like, I have stuff to do. I got to, you know, it's like I can't be just laying here sad. Mm. I can't give myself over to the sadness. Mm. There's no time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because this culture does not, you know, it only values you if you're productive. Exactly. In its definition of productive, which is like where rest is highly productive. How much money can you get for that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're getting a little riled up. Just a little. It's good though. It's good. All right. So she suggested that and she said, you know, feel deeper into it. Okay. And sometimes what even helps is to lay on the ground. Okay. For just you know, a few minutes, mm. even 30 seconds. Okay. And sometimes these things, you know, we don't do them because we think, I don't have time to do that.
0: <laughs> or, okay. I don't yeah. have, right. or right.
1: in our heads, we think, I don't have 10 minutes to just lay on the ground, mm. but it doesn't take 10 minutes. And that's just the smallest little thing. Okay. You know, stopping to, to, to deep breathe for 10 seconds.
0: Mm.
1: Is better than not doing it at all. Mm. Um, But to lay on the ground and to let your body be held by the earth, the feeling. You're laying on the carpet. What's below the carpet? The foundation of your house. What's below the house? The earth. What's below the earth? It probably has roots from a tree that's nearby, roots meeting each other. What's below that? Like to really think when you're laying on the ground, you're not just laying on the ground. Here's this beautiful earth energy supporting you and to give yourself over to even just gravity. Gravity will hold you. Gravity has you. And that, there's something about that that is, of course, literally supportive, but just the energy of it so powerful
0: so powerful i'm taking that in okay taking it and in. my question for you is so you you feel cuz that almost feels like be ushering yourself into a different mental dimension mm. does it feel like that to you how does and how do you come out of it? How does it how do you transition back into the, you know, socially acceptable way of being in the world? Which you mean after you've done that exercise? Yeah. yeah.
1: I think more than ever you're you're even more prepared mm-hmm. because I don't necessarily relate to it like another um Okay, mental dimension. Mental dimension. Okay. Okay. It really feels like being present mm-hmm. with this grounding force that is always available to us. But we're walking around, mm-hmm. you know. But to actually, or or we're sleeping on the sofa, on the bed. But to actually put your body on the ground, mm-hmm. it just has a different feeling for for me. And um, I think when you come out of it, or when you're like, okay, I'm going to get up now, I have felt way more grounded. Okay. And just stronger. Rooted. So more like rooted, reassured. You know? Yes. And mm. knowing that, you know, because some of us, we don't all have the supportive human beings in our life that we mm-hmm. wish we had.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And, yes. and even if we, maybe we do, we're not in contact with them or consistent communication with them mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Right. Maybe True. they're no longer here with us, whatever it is, yeah. you know, um. And we need, we need these social human connections. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. At the same time, there's so much connection to be had with nature. Yes. That is so, that is just different. It's just different. And it can be Mm -hmm. even more powerful in in another way.
0: Yeah. Um, It reminds me, and you've probably heard of this, that uh, there are a lot of cultures that don't have a word for nature yes. or the yes. environment, right? Yes. Because you told me that. Be-
1: oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that in your class. <laughs>
0: because it it's a very culturally specific notion that we human beings are separate from nature. Mm. And this mm-hmm. practice that you're describing of just lying on the ground and reminding yourself that, you know, gravity is sticking you to the ground. Yeah. Um or gravity's holding you, right? <laughs> gravity's supporting you. Gravity yes, has you, you. Yes. Um but that practice, as you're describing it, re- kind of speaks to me in a way that um reframes or reconceptualizes our our existence as being we're we are nature. Mm-hmm. Right? I love it, that. It has
1: yeah. It just like what you said with the The mirroring of our bronchial (laughs) branches. Yeah. Sorry, bear is like scratching and doing all kinds of things. But yes,
0: so And I feel like that is maybe that's where that sense of support comes Mm. from, is because you realize wow, bear is really scratching it up on that thing. Yeah. But you realize and you hopefully get a more kinesthetic feeling of the one being yeah you are part Mm -hmm. of this Mm -hmm. earth like you are part of it it's so
1: it makes so much sense and in another way it's just so freaking mysterious and marvelous yeah and i think that's why I think even people who say, you know how there's people who are like I hate nature or you know they're like
0: I mean I actually th- don't know that but okay. I mean some people will
1: say that and I think they think it it means peeing in the woods, going camping and peeing in the woods. Peeing on a okay, bush. I'm not going to pee in a bush. I'm not I'm not that level and no thank you. I've seen too many horror movies whatever. But I will go I will go in a cabin that has plumbing. <laughs> And stay in there um, so that I can step outside with my coffee and be immersed mm. amongst the, be, be amongst the trees. Mm. I, I will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was going to say Sorry, about that. I took I us know. out of it
0: probably. Well,
1: I was taking us out. Anyways, okay. So let's just wrap
0: up with a few little things. Okay. Okay, so. Well, you were, I think you were going through tips and one of them was that taking that time to lie on the ground. Oh was, well, where, that were there other were there other things that, that you wanted wasn't? A,
1: yeah, well, that, that's yeah that that is a different level of a tip. So the other ones are just more um, maybe more obvious, but because of the winter weather, you know, it's a nice time to mm-hmm. explore cooking. Mm, you know, nice making soups, perfecting your chili recipe, mm-hmm. even making homemade hot chocolate. Which if you've not had. Is, is incredible, wow. really incredible. Okay. And it really, all it is, is cacao. It's, some, it's your milk of choice. You know, we love almond milk or coconut milk, but the creamier, the better. So for your hot chocolate, you can even use like a, um, a creamer meant for coffee. Unsweetened though, unsweetened, because it's going to be way too sweet, because creamers tend to be. And then you need to add in some vanilla and some salt. Oh my gosh, the tiniest amount of peppermint extract. You have a mint coke. Oh my God, so good. So, anyways, all of these luscious treats that help you to stay warm as well. It's also a nice time to start that hobby. If you've listened to our episode, Whatever Happened to Hobbies, now's a nice time. You know, it's a quiet time. You can start your scrapbooking, your decoupaging, your woodworking, <laughs> your jewelry making, whatever it is. It's also a nice time to to take up baking. It was so funny because I I read that um, baking actually increases self-esteem. <laughs> when you follow a recipe and it comes out and it comes out and and you, feel, sp- and it, and you feel like <laughs> this was good. <laughs>
0: Um, it also warms up the house yes, to have your I oven love oven on
1: and the beautiful smells of yes, cinnamon and yes, whatever you're the making. Smells.
0: And I love it when after you're done baking and then um you turn the oven off, but there's still so much heat coming out of it. You just leave the oven door ajar a little bit. But you know, prevent I worry that worry that bear's the cat.
1: hop into the oven right, so prevent I'm always the cat closing from it. jumping
0: into it. But I love I love being <laughs> able to share the heat from the oven with the rest of the house.
1: Yes. But here's one of my favorite suggestions. It's creating a new nightly bubble bath routine. I know you might not think, I don't have time to do draw a bath. Yeah, yeah. But if you have some lavender, some bubble bath or lavender bubble bath, you can throw in also some sea salts in there. And just soaking in there is so warming for one. But so relaxing. And then you get out and you're just like really ready to go to bed. That's such a beautiful way to treat yourself. How like... I mean, we all... When yeah. we hear bubble bath, I think most of us tend to think that's so luxurious, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, a bubble bath. All of this Lighting sounds luxurious. Candles. Baking
0: and making hot chocolate yeah. and uh, hobbies and yeah. a bubble bath. All of this sounds like...
1: But we need... So this is luxurious. self-care though. This yes. is self-care. And I will say... If anyone has rolled their eyes for all the things I've, each of the things I've rattled off, then maybe you'll like this one or binge watch, something you intended to binge watch because you can also do that, get the coziest blanket, have some of your favorite snacks and (laughs) turn on the crown or, you know, what did I watch? What was I watching? The Watcher that might be a little scary whatever it is whatever, whatever is your thing whatever is your jam whatever is your jam as i the love kids thrillers say. and mysteries but do whatever you want just know that if you're feeling the holiday the post holiday blues you're absolutely
0: not alone and it's normal and it's actually i th- i would say it's even part of a healthy process emotional yes. life
1: Yes, is yes. you want to
0: have some, you know, dynamism in your emotional life, yeah. you don't want to aim for always trying to be at a peak state. No.
1: Yeah. You're not always Pollyanna happy.
0: Right. Yeah. You want to have, you know, some let some variance it. there within mm-hmm. reason, you know. But anyways, okay. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this what we hope felt like a very, you know, real and supportive discussion about the post-holiday blues. Um, All of us can go through it, even your friendly neighborhood lesbians. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy the podcast, we please ask you to rate and review it. If you've already done that, thank you so much. You can share it with a friend whether they are also LGBTQ, IA plus, or allies. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you should share it with um, haters, though. Yeah, don't share it with haters. (laughs) Okay, follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We also have a website, com. And as always. Well, I have one more thing to say.
1: Okay, <laughs> just one more thing. Something, something. I was thinking about um, because we're talking about the post-holiday blues. I do realize that some people might be feeling um, something beyond the blues. You something
0: know? more serious.
1: Something more serious. Um, okay. Maybe a a different type of depression. Mm-hmm. Maybe you felt it for, you know, for a while now. Mm. Um, so with that. I would just encourage you to um, seek other kinds of support,
0: mm.
1: whether, and it depends, you know, it depends if you're LGBTQIA, right. um, but there are a lot of resources out there. And I know sometimes it feels like it's hard to reach out to those resources that are available for us. Mm. Um, but what's what's really great now is that there are phone phone numbers that you can call Mm -hmm. where, um, text. Yep. Also text. There's also different types of, um, therapy available now Mm -hmm. ever since COVID, you know, so much is, is, um, available online. Mm. Um, you just really need to vet your therapist, of course, obviously. Um, and sometimes that takes a little work, but it's very much worth it. Um, so I just want to encourage that.
0: Thank you. That's a good note, and you know, I can look up some um, very specific resources yes, and put and them put in the them show in, notes. Yes,
1: yes, because I think yeah. it's it's just important, and it's it is very hard to reach out for help. It can be, yeah. And I am just from experience, um, I I have reached out. I have had to reach out for help mm-hmm. back when I was um, you know eighteen, and um, it was the best thing I did, and so. It's hard, but definitely worth it.
0: So, so yes, do it even if you feel afraid. And that's also part of the journey. It is. And that is part of living your love story. Living your
1: love story. We talk to the animals, and we know you can, too, on the Animal Communication Podcast, hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Karen Dandy-Smith,